Pickaxe. Hello, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois. We're sponsored by D&D Beyond, the ultimate online D&D toolset for both players and DMs. Make your dungeon-delving life a million times easier with D&D Beyond using the link in the episode description. Welcome back to Erois. The Storm Chasers have decided to make a good on their promise long ago and have set out to rescue Valor, a young girl they met when their adventures first began and is somehow connected to Kallus Valkyrian, the goddess Siaska, and may be a key part of the fate of Erois. Having originally made plans with a faction of celestial rebels called the Wings of Ishtar, the party acquired the runic sequence to teleport aboard Kallus' flagship, the Tassadar, named after the powerful Eterna that is bound within. Quill contacted Zellion, the solar leader of the Wings, and informed him of their plan, but a last-minute revelation that Zarkira's minions had probed Quill's mind left the celestial deeply concerned. The party pressed on, however, and after gathering some allies, the Deva, Rana El, and Adea Elanasto, Lucius's sister, they teleported aboard the Astral Warship. Whilst trying to subdue the guards within the teleportation chamber, Quill reaches out to Zellion and the Wings of Ishtar, but received no response yet. And we begin with combat, as you guys were still uh, just dealing with a couple of these guards. Uh, within this kind of uh, quite barren, plain, black, crystalline, and metal chamber aboard the Tassadar. Uh, we have three Valkyrian guards uh, within the chamber itself. Uh, one of them, who appears to be the lieutenant, who seems to be in charge, has got this kind of clear resin mucus over his face, uh, created by Adea, um, but has run up and is at the door that leads out into the rest of the ship. Uh, the two other guards are currently engaged in combat. Uh, we have one fighting Nova on a console which seems to contain sort of alarms and other systems and things like that and then the other one is currently fighting Lucius and Rana uh, in the rest of the room and we begin at the top of a brand new round of initiative with Nova sorry wait real quick did you say the guard ran out the door he is at the door the lieutenant is oh, at, at the, door. the door okay yeah he didn't quite cool. he only had enough movement to get to the door um but it is currently locked nova had locked it which he wasn't aware of um but yeah. he is there and may be able to start signaling for help sentry last week i i think i tackled him to the ground at the end of last week's session you, so yes you grappled him, grappled didn't you? him so you yeah. are next to him with him yes yes so okay. that's the other cool. other important factor uh because cool. that was the very last thing that happened uh last episode was you basically ran up and, and yeah. grappled him um but he does seem to be quite a dexterous fellow he may still be able to wriggle himself free uh, oh, but we begin big. with nova um, so I'm tussling with one of the not-so-indifferent guards at the console, right? Yes, um, the previous spell that has kind of had rendered them sort of uh, 
inhostile has been broken uh and yeah they are now actively trying to fight back and one of them is specifically like trying to struggle with you to reach and you know get to the console and activate some sort of system on it okay um i will uh carry on tussling with this uh guard um so i'm gonna Mm -hmm. hit with tiangong and also green flame brit that um i rolled a natural 20 um that's off to a nice uh, okay all right this is gonna be a lot of damage so max the damage Um, dice and then roll the damage dice again so that's uh 1d8 plus 7 so 8 plus 7 and then um plus 6 on the dice i rolled 6 on the dice Um, so 21 and then you're and then yep so 21 currently and green flaming uh, is an extra, not great, it's uh, six points of green flame damage to this guy. Well, you max that as uh, well. Uh, does that does that get yep. maxed? Okay, so that's yep. um, eight plus eight is 16 uh, plus six is 22 points of green flame damage. So 43 points of damage currently. Oh. Is that, and that's all nice. of it, yeah? That's all. That's murder she wrote. So Tiangong just kind of whips out and this kind of green-blue flame, this energy that coalesces along the blade whenever you use the spell, Tiangong just whips across this guard's throat um, and you just kind of watch as he's just about to reach for the alarm crystal as you step back to take a strike and then the blade just cuts him down. Just He just collapses to the ground, dead. Oh! Oh, Nice. All right. I didn't mean to. Uh, I just tried to stop you. Ah! (laughs) Unfortunately, fire damage does not do non-lethal damage, so the the fire damage is what tipped him over, and unfortunately, yeah, you just watch as the energy, this blue fire is just engulfing his body. Yeah. Um, Um, Just checking the other... There's no other baddie within five feet of me, is there? They're just out. They're about about 10, 15 feet away from where you were fighting, so they're just out of the... The other one is about 30 feet, which is the lieutenant that Sentry is currently Mm -hmm. grappling, but unfortunately no other targets for Green Flame Blade in the area. But you have, however, stopped this one from uh, trying to, you know, do something. You don't know what they would have done, but... Mm -hmm. uh, Anything else, Nova? You still have movement and bone section? Yep. I'm going to stay on the console. By, um, this console because I just want to stop anyone else kind of trying to mm-hmm. do anything. So, so you're just going to kind of position yourself over it. All right. Lucius, uh, you mm-hmm. currently have one of these guards next to you. You also have Rana Yell, the, uh, the Deva, uh, next to you as well. Yeah. Um, what would you like to do? I think as I'm engaged in melee with this one, I'm going to keep using the captain's command to slice mm-hmm. them down. So okay. here we go. This is it. Sure. Easy. Natural 20 coming up. 26 that's not bad it's close 26 is gonna hit um so you're definitely gonna hit this guy now the question for lucius because this is just a normal weapon attack there's no spell element to it do you want to do non-lethal damage or are you just going for a killing blow here uh non-lethal uh i think that was our intention uh i am looking on at horror at what nova just did Uh, (laughs) (laughs) these blue magical flames i do flick around the captain's command and and try and hit them around the back of the head uh, yeah with a flat blade kind of thing Kind of, like carry a kind of carry the captain's cutlass kind of thing. Do, do they go limp? Uh, well, give me the, the seven. Seven damage. Uh, they do not. Is that with everything? Yeah. 
All right, okay. ease up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seven damage for, for melee from Lucius isn't anything to sniff at. Um, but no, you, you whip the blade out. It does kind of collect with the sign of their head, but they, they stumble. They're still conscious, but they do now look dazed. They're not quite sure what's going on. They they look on the verge of sort of collapse, but can uh, I, um, still just enough fighting strength left. Can I, like, hit them around the head and, like, go to grab their armpits as if they're going to sump to the floor and then just put the body forward towards the diva <laughs> it's like can you yeah i mean mind? sure you can you position yourself behind there's no mechanical benefit but you know lucius kind of slips behind almost ready to catch this guy and then when he doesn't you kind of just push up against his back hey, like Ugh. your turn <laughs> and you shove them towards uh Rana. Yeah. um okay anything else lucius on your turn uh that's all for now all right keelek um, I so when you said uh, he was attacking with a regular weapon and that can be non-lethal, does that mean magic can't be non-lethal? Depends on the type of damage, but I would say in most cases, uh, unless it's I would say unless it's radiant or force damage or thunder damage, probably not. I would say things like not. fire and lightning and ice and oh. uh, necrotic so not are all pretty lethal then. things. Yeah. Um, anything enough. that has like a concussive force, but anything else I think is going to pretty much be non-lethal. What if, I, what if I lightning lure the guy into the ground and just slam him into the floor? <laughs> You've got to hope that the lightning me. that courses through his body doesn't like stop his heart or something like that, is what I would <laughs> oh, say. It will. It will. Um, Alright, I'll do a sacred well, it, flame in that case. Fine. Yeah. Sure. It's fine. Okay. Just kill I'll do a sacred him. flame yeah, say radiant on, uh, energy. Radiant energy, I'd say, probably can be non-lethal because it's more, you know, pure and celestial. You know, it's good aligned energy. Yeah. Uh, uh, he needs to make a dex save of 21. 21? That's a failure for me. Boom. 3d8 plus 6. Wow, that sucks. 11 damage. 2, two 1, this is, 6. <laughs> oh my god. And this is against the one uh, fighting uh, Lucius. Lucius and Rana. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The, the sacred flame, the kind of golden white feathers fly out, um, and they do seem to overwhelm this individual and render him unconscious. I will say that, yeah, radiant energy can knock out. Um, but yeah, so nice. they just kind of collapse down before Rana has a chance to swing, swing really. Um, cool. Melt his brain with holy fire. Uh, and uh, that, that is all I will do for now. I'm still kind of by the teleportation circle waiting for Zellion to contact me. The mm. bastard. There is, no, there is no response. There is no response. Uh, ah. Rana, on her turn, will look to you, Quill. Uh, is there any word from the wings? What is happening? Uh, and then she will rush towards where Sentry has this guy grappled, the, the lieutenant grappled, and will attempt to do a non-lethal uh, attack with her sword. Uh, uh, that is going to, I believe... Ooh, that might be a miss from Rana on this one. Um, yep. So he manages to kind of like get his feet up and sort of kick Rana away with her first attack. Um, and then on the second attack, however, that does hit... And this is going to be, let's see, 2d6 for the greatsword. Uh, plus four. So eight. And then 48 radiant. Eight, 12, uh, 14, 18, 20, exactly. Uh, she manages to Whoa. kind of land another kind of solid blow uh, on the side of the uh, the lieutenant, this drow lieutenant's uh, chest. Um, and you hear like the wind get knocked out of him, but unfortunately not enough to fully render him uh, incapable. Um, and yeah, Rana will just kind of get in position to strike again if need to. Ayla. 
I'm going to hit the lieutenant. Okay, so you just move up next to Rana, the two of you kind of charging together. <laughs> oh, this poor dude. <laughs> and railed on. Ayla don't care. Are you raging, um, Ayla? I am ag- raging, yeah. Raging? Okay. Raging, yes. I aging. Am. I uh, am aging. <laughs> I mean, technically, I we're all aging. Uh, yeah. 18 plus yeah. 13 to hit. 18 plus 13 Whoa. is going to hit. Yep, can't do anything about that. <laughs> nice. Uh, 14 points of damage. Now, I would ask if you're doing non-lethal, but you are raging. She doesn't care. Like, She's just yeah, gonna... I don't think she would be, right? Yeah. I mean, so even lethal. if she wasn't raging, I don't think... <laughs> Ayla, these are, these are workers of Starbane. He's yeah. like a lieutenant yep. of Starbane. I don't think she cares enough to be like, I'm just going to knock him out. She, sure. she kills him. Go for it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yep. What was the damage? Sorry, I missed it. Um, 14. 14 points. The first blow kind of cracks him along the jaw, blood kind of out of his mouth onto the floor. Um, Still standing. Uh, This guy is very tough. You can see that he's obviously uh, a well-trained fighter, but is just taking this pummeling. 20 to hit on the second one. 20 to hit. I don't even think he can parry that away. No, he desperately tries to like bring up his sword to try and block the hammer, but it just the strength of the force of the blow you know, comes through. 20 damage. 20 points of down. And then I gotta make a deck save, right? Yes, please. Saving throw. He's pretty good. Oh, that's a 2 plus 8 is 10. 12 points of lightning damage. Okay, so it's the lightning damage that as you kind of smack this guy twice, um, some of the others probably are kind of like, wait, and then you just see this lightning just and sentry, you probably feel like a little tingle of it as you're still holding onto him um, as Ayla's lightning just blasts into him and you just watch him kind of like, he like clutches his chest, his eyes smoke and like bits of steam come out as, you know, internal juices boil and then he just falls dead in your arms. He just goes limp. He's just... (laughs) I think sentry would give Ayla a nod, like... (laughs) Valkyrian, dude. Like, I I get it. (laughs) Yeah. That one's still alive. We can... We could kill him too. <laughs> With that, I will take you guys out of an initiative as the immediate threat of these guys alerting anybody else is out. Um, I am going to... So you've been fighting in this room and these rooms aren't entirely soundproof. Um, so the way that this is going to work is that... Uh, I'm going to kind of keep like an alert level for the ship. Um, And every time you guys do things, that will slowly increase the alert level or decrease the alert level. Um, And having fights, even if you are, even if you stop them calling out for guards, people might hear weird noises and they might tell somebody else like, oh, did you hear that? That sounded like somebody was shouting or like somebody, I thought I heard lightning coming from the teleportation room. That was weird and stuff like that. So I'm going to raise the alert level by one, uh, just so you guys know, uh, and I will keep a track of that. Um, But that's kind of like meta knowledge. That's for the players, not the characters to know. Um, But as characters, you might want to assume that the sounds of fighting is not always a a good thing to have going on. (laughs) So yeah. Um, Okay. And then, yeah. We drop out of initiative, so I hand it over to you guys now. At what point, what do you want to do? Uh, I haven't heard back from the Wings of Ishtar. I did contact them, but I don't know where they are. They haven't responded. Uh, this isn't going so great. I'm panicking, internalizing a lot of my anxieties right now. Good. Keep it bottled as much as possible, please. Nova, is there anything on that data screen thing that says if anyone heard us then? 
I don't. I don't. Uh, can I? What? Can I look at the screen? Is there anything? Uh, it- yeah. Make a. Um. Just make a straight up intelligence check for me, Nova. So as you actually have time to properly analyze this this device, this kind of Magitech device uh, that is connected to the teleportation circle, you can begin to see what other kind of things it has. Seventeen. 17. So examining this 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 console it's very much a kind of um you get the impression that its main function is to input runic sequences for the teleportation circle um sort of like a dial up system of like this this rune this rune this rune this rune to access different things but there is like a small readout that is more for administrative purposes so there is an alarm feature built into it that you can raise like a security alarm from this area if need be um the general administrative purposes, you it's not like it's giving you like a live feed of what's going on in the ship, but you do see things that there is a scheduled shift change in about two hours. That the, in, in about two hours, these guards are supposed to rotate with somebody else. Um, you do see that there are things that are... There is a general... One thing you do notice is that there is a general alert state across the ship. Um, there just seems to be a general kind of keep vigilant, make sure you're, you're anything suspicious, call it out kind of thing uh, that was posted several, several days ago, but it's kind of being repeated. It's kind of like a general message of, of vigilance and, and be aware um, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's kind of it. You see that there are like guard rotations. There are things for like, you know... Uh, sleeping schedules um the only other thing that i think it would mention on there is that uh currently uh the lord emperor is not on the tassadar it does mention when he comes aboard and he is not currently on board the tassadar thank god does it does it say anything about when he was last on board or anything like that? Uh, yes, I think if you kind of scroll back through, you kind of like end up getting the crystal slate and sort of moving through some of the pre-recorded messages and, and alerts, um, or like mess like kind of uh, almost like message board postings. Box. Almost they're like little alerts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last time he would have been aboard was about uh, two three weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago, we'll say. Um, he was aboard and he remained on board for a few days and then he left sorry um, I can't not think of like <laughs> like a what? Facebook group style like selling the latest yeah, data yeah. pad <laughs> well, yeah. 33 pounds or just like I will say it does like seem Starbane, to be that this can, like I'm on board that not every <laughs> not every soldier can use this system these messages are posted specifically by officers on the communications deck so okay. they are basically like um, it's like a tannoy system almost but it comes recorded as like a mm. physical message as well so these are like there will be somebody who is responsible for saying this is now happening this is you know this shift change is, is coming up and stuff the like official that official protocol Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, okay, uh, as far as I can tell, there's been no alerts raised. There is a, a general warning that's been in place for a few weeks to keep vigilant. Um, also, uh, Starbane's not here. He, he's not been here uh, uh, for, for uh, a couple <sighs> of weeks now. Um, that's something. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing is there's going to be a shift change here in two hours. So in two hours, someone's going to come into this room and wonder about these. And I point down at the bodies. Okay. This is okay. a big ship. That's our, that's our deadline then. We have to be in and out within two hours. Uh, and I'm going to... I mean, uh, Lucia's going to, you know, rummage through the lieutenant's clothing. Just like... Uh, 
looking for okay. anything useful. Nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is, there's definitely some useful stuff. Uh, he's wearing a kind of suit of um, almost like a... It's almost like a suit of chainmail, but it's made from these really fine kind of uh, metal links. You know, it looks it looks very well made. Um, kind of underneath his uh, his um, Valkyrian Empire uniform, um, has weapons, has a scimitar, has like this energy whip. This kind of like it looks. You know, it's almost got like a glowing sort of um, you know cable uh, connected to it. Uh, has a hand crossbow. Uh, there is a keystone uh, there. Um, the he it's kind of like connected on like a metal chain um, that wears around his waist and connects to a belt. Um, very similar to the ones that you've seen in other, you know, the Zarkira's ship you've seen at the base at Shadow Song Pinnacle. These keystones are used to activate um, magically sealed doors uh, that can be accessed. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of what you find. The keystone we will call it a level. This would be a level three keystone. Look, found this. Uh, it, it wouldn't be the first time I wore a full Valkyrian suit Empire uniform. I could do it again, just at least to give us a moment before combat. That would be that would be a really good idea. Uh, we could maybe, if we take some of these uniforms, if the wings of Ishtar aren't coming, could we teleport these bodies away somewhere? Uh, uh, I don't know. At least possibly, that would buy us more we'd... time. Should definitely hide them. If uh, if mm. in two hours people come in here and see bodies, the alarm is immediately getting raised. Uh, so we should find a way to hide them. Um, yeah. I should point out that uh, Mr. Elanasto and I, this one is still alive. I did not wish to... Many of these soldiers are just... I understand that they are working for your enemy, but many of them, they are not necessarily bad people. Uh, I would prefer not to kill them if possible. Uh, at least the regular guards. Some of the elite officers are perhaps more malicious in their intents, but this one, I feel, is not a bad person. So they are still a conscious. Um, and she suggests just the one that Lucius knocked out. Probably tie them up and, um, you know, with the mouth and, and all that. Stop them I believe that I believe out. that Nova's plan to perhaps teleport them away may even be more advisable. I, I'm not saying I don't think we should send them back to Aroes, but it may be that there is um, perhaps you can find another entry, Miss Vija, in in the logs of, of where you know a, a sequence that has been inputted um, that we can send them. Uh, okay, I'll have a look. I mean, we'll probably need to send them somewhere quiet. You know, it'd be a bit bad if we sent them to another. Starbane location, and they're like, hey, why is there an unconscious naked dude on my teleportation pad? Hey, look, it came from the Tassadar. Oh, there must be something weird going on the Tassadar. It's probably not a party. This is true. Um, this is true. I'll look. I'll look. Um, I'll, I'll look. Uh, can I have a look and see if there's, yeah. like, any... Um, yeah, there's dozens, uh, you know, very... You know, you don't recognize them. They're just runic sequences. You you don't know where they go. You don't... It's not like there's a name attached to it, like Elysium in Prime. It's just sequence of runes. It, you have no idea where okay. they go. Okay. Uh, eh, it's a risk. It's a risky risk. A very big risky. The bigger risk is us being discovered on this ship itself, so maybe teleportation is the best option. Also, this is lined. Think, it's well, lovely stitch work as well. Ah, uh, it's very nice. So, Lucius, you want to put on the, the lieutenant's uniform, yes? I wish to don 
the lieutenant's okay. uniform. The lieutenant's uniform is different to the regular guards. The regular guards are wearing sort of like these leather. You've seen them before, like these leather, like one piece suits with like pieces of patches of armor and stuff on them. Very sci-fi kind of Mass Effect style. The lieutenant's is much more like a military uniform with this kind of chainmail over, you know, underneath it. Basically, it's almost like a kind of yeah, like a more regal tunic uh, with a collar and stuff like that. It's very identifiable. Uh, cool. I will put that on, so long as it's not got any weird stains or blood marks or... And there's definitely a little bit of damage to it just from the fight, but I think most of the damage wasn't... Um, it, you can cover it up, you know, with a few cantrips and stuff like that. You can you can easily sort of, like, uh, Adaya can mending, so any cuts and things like that, Adaya quickly is, like, stitching it back together with a mending cantrip, um, cleaning it off with prestidigitation and stuff like oh, that. thank um, you. It, it looks worn. It doesn't look brand new, but it looks worn. That's all right, brother. I think that um, you need to be aware, Lucius. If you're wearing this, you'll need to act like one of these officers. This isn't just a regular guard's uniform. You'll need to be quite persuasive, uh, much more mm, forceful with your personality. Yes, I will. We should also no, do don't something talk about back your to eyes. Me. Uh, yes, you can practice later, brother. Uh, Sorry. We need to do something about his eyes. Does anyone have any ideas, ways that we could hide uh, Lucius's uh, eyes? I feel that they may give him away somewhat. Uh, um, uh, blindfolds, any bandages, um, maybe, yeah, maybe fake an injury, like a rudimentary eye patch, perhaps. If we cover up one, they would not know that they're two different colors, that would look more mm. uh, suitable, yes. Perhaps the orange oh. one is a bit, yes, no, visible. I was wondering about Arcanist's magic aura, uh, but I don't think uh, it's visual. Uh, uh, no, it just masks um, effects. I don't think it's... It's not like a, an illusion. It's like a, an yeah. actual effect. I um, don't think I have anything then. I mean, you can always cut off like a strip of fabric from something. Yeah, I mean... Temporarily. And a part of like the the lieutenant, previous lieutenant's like underclothing or whatever, uh, or like if they're wearing anything under that chain... Or a sleeve that I can rip off. Yeah, they've probably got, like, a vest on, right? Like, they've probably got, like, a a basic vest over their body or something like that underneath their actual armor and uniform. You could cut a piece of that off and try and use that. Yeah, blood soaked. Put it diagonally over one eye. Okay. And then, have they got a hat? Like, a lieutenant's hat? Uh, For the sake of making this very Star Wars-y, yes, they've got, like, the Imperial officer (laughs) kind of... The shiny visor. Um, Yeah. 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 Love it. Nice. I've put that on. Uh, to help cool. keep it in place as well. Sure. What's my name? What's my name, everybody? Where am I from? <laughs> Where am I from? <laughs> um, uh, I, I, what's the, like a Valkyrian name? Um, yes, Nova. Could I get? It doesn't have names on it. On this shift. Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay. Doesn't have names. It just says it, it will say something like uh, teleportation circle guard group. You know X, and then they're being replaced by group Zeta. You know stuff like that. It's all code phrased okay. and things like that. There's no no names. Uh, yeah. No names. I don't think that they you know, they no don't names. have things like dog tags and stuff like that. So yeah. Right. Just that well, nothing erosion. Guard group. Yeah, X. Um, uh, Quill, any word from the wings? Anything? Still nothing. I'm going to contact them again. Uh, I will cast Sending again. Another third level spell slot, Zellion, you bastard. Uh, and I will say, 
Uh, teleportation circle clear. Tassadar still unaware. I wrote this down, by the way. It is 25. Remember, okay. this is our only chance. We will proceed with or without you. Join us for this decisive attack. Okay. A few moments, and there is a reply. I am sorry, Keelik. This is a painful decision, but if Zarkira knows of the plan, the risk is too great. You must leave now. Is the response. I told him what I'm going to do. I'm not going to... Uh, Rana looks at you. <laughs> what did... Quill, what did they say? Did you hear back from Zellion? I did. Uh, they're not... They're not joining us. They no. told us to leave immediately. I'm sorry, what? They told us to leave immediately. I told him that we would proceed without him because we have to. We have to, right? We have to get. We have to get Vala. We have to get her out of this ship. We he have half the force can we you, intended to have. Is it a good can you idea? Ask them to, to, yeah, maybe. Can they teleport at least the uniforms, the the bombs? Can they at least teleport their equipment if they're not going to join us? They won't. Uh, the spell doesn't work that way. The spell they yeah. can't teleport. They'd have to send people. Rana Shit. kind of looks. Rana. I, I am disappointed in Zellion, but I would be lying if I said that I. Zellion operates a large network of agents across many, many worlds. He is very protective of all of them. If he thinks that this mission has. A, if he thinks that this mission will fail, if he does not think that there is a chance to succeed, he will not risk them. He is too protective. If he or any of his close circle were caught or captured, it would give up hundreds, thousands perhaps, of other agents across other worlds. I think that perhaps he agreed to this plan when he thought that an element of surprise would at least mean that they could get away if things went badly, but if he suspects a trap, then... And what about you, surprised. Rana? Are you not a close I owe you agent? my life. I owe you my life. I will come with you. If you still wish to remain here and rescue this girl, I will come with you. As far as I'm concerned, I still have a debt to pay back to you, more far greater than the one I owe Zellion in the wings. Whatever well, you wish to fine? do, I am here. What do we do we do we run? There's significantly less of us, but we're here. We we are here and we cleared this room. We've got a long way to go with significantly less than what we'd hoped. But if do we, we think now, we have a chance? Will, that that worries me. We here. It's Zarkira that worries me. She could have set up anything here. She could come aboard this ship and mess everything up because she knows. Can we really take another fight with her? She hits hard. I mean... Starbane's not here. He hasn't been here for weeks. He didn't flee the ship a couple of days ago when when Zarkira found out. They could have because she put armies in him. this teleportation circle. But if, if Zarkira never told him, then what is there on the Tassadar to surprise us? Adea will kind of step forward. If I may, if I were this Zarkira and I knew of you coming, or if I was this Starbane and I knew that you would arrive, that you had the specific sequence to this chamber... I would not have left three guards to capture you. I would have had a battalion waiting with rifles and weapons and agents and tricks ready for you to arrive. Even if they are aware that your intention is to come here, 
it seems to me, and I can only speak as to if I were in this woman's place, what I would do, I would have set a trap here now to capture you as soon as you arrived, when you are at your most vulnerable. To let you into the ship allows you a chance to escape, to influence, to hide. You're the best opportunity for her to strike would have been the second we arrived aboard this ship. If she has not done so, then there is a chance that either she is playing a greater game and she has a far... She knows things that I do not, uh, another reason, another way to entrap you, or that she has not informed the ship yet. That is my assumption on all of this. Sides, it's, it's already too late. Starbane's going to know we were here one way or another. Two guards are dead. The other one's still alive, and he'll tell someone at some point that we were here. Uh, Quill, I know this might be a bit of a stretch, but you're sending, uh, you're messaging, you send mm-hmm. to people. Are they yeah. aware that it's you, first of all? Uh, they can hear it's my voice, and they should be aware it's me. Can you change that? Can you alter it to disguise yourself? As far as you know, there's no way to, like, change the sound of it. There's no illusory component to sending. Now, there's maybe no. a risk, but you've seen that mind flare before. What if you sent them a message? If it doesn't come back, you know that that creature is dead. It, it can choose not to respond, oh. and I would have as much information uh, as that. I could just use the eye. Um, you could also we could scry as, as not a as big a means as the eye on the mind flare yes uh, I was thinking about this actually um, Zakira surely in her army and primes would have someone that could cast speak with dead even if the mind flare was dead I don't know I feel like she would try and figure out what happened I didn't think about that. Maybe we should just focus on the present and that we're here and that Valor is here. This is the closest we've ever been to her and we should take this opportunity right now. We're going to take the opportunity. I'm not... But to be safe, I have a loaded question. What does Zakira intend to do with the knowledge she gleamed from the Mind Flayer's information it got from me in a simple way? I had it in my head a lot quicker. Uh... (laughs) What does Arkira? What is Arkira doing? Sometimes with the, the mind flare got from me. Sometimes Tom Hazel, I regret giving you this eye because I have to fucking think of stuff. Uh, right. Okay. Quill, you summon the power of the eye, and this is the first time you've attempted to use the eye since Hesper is no longer with us. Good question. Does it work? <laughs> There is a flicker. The storm clouds form. They form slower. And they are not as thick. Things are thinner. Almost uh, shifting. The clouds seem to change across different time. Days you see sunlight. But it does appear. There is a flash of lightning. But the vision is now hazier. As if seen through crystal as if seen through glass, frosted, like that of a sarcophagus you once looked through. Yep. But something does... You you can see something. 
you begin to see shapes and you the vision begins to clear as you see Zarkira this very beautifully darkly beautiful long dark hair red kind of robes high collar these bladed like wings folded behind her as she sits in a large chamber with windows that look out onto astral space you see her in deep thought no no other soul around her and for the first time you see her she looks concerned she looks doubtful she looks contemplative she mutters a few things to herself but with this this filter you can't make it out what she's saying even with being able to read lips you, ah, you know that she's it. saying something but it's not quite there yeah and then she steps forward and she moves to the glass and presses a hand up against it and looks out and in the distance from this this window that you can see you can see just this tiny red light very very far in the distance it must be millions of miles away and across the astral space but you do see this red light and she places her hand upon the glass and she thinks and out loud you do hear well if it is a choice I must make then better to negotiate what is best for me she places her hand upon it and she begins drawing runes across the glass and you recognize this is a spell that she's crafting with the god being the you know a, cler- a cleric of the god of magic and knowledge it is a spell that allows Zarkira to contact another plane oh my god and you see the red star just glow brighter for a second and then the vision ends oh <laughs> oh my god um so i said the question out loud and then i guess like the flash in my eye mm-hmm. uh oh okay oh okay oh oh i see why you were worried about her learning the information now um well <laughs> hey oh my god <laughs> just now <laughs> just now okay. oh my god tom no, hey, I'm it's on the same page now. I don't connect you Listen, I'm on the same page now. Anyway, okay, look. <laughs> Good news. Zakira is in contact with her dar. Bad news. Zakira is in contact with her dar. But the good news, best news though, I've heard all day, Quill. Best news good ever. Good news is she is not using the information to contact Starbane about us entering this place. It, it, that's good. Starbane has no idea. I, one thing I'm going to say, I should have, uh, this is something I want to make clear um, because it's also me thinking about, you know, doing this stuff on the spot. When the vision ends, it's not a clean ending. It It's like the power of the, like there's, fl- like the, it's like you see enough and then the the, the power fades. Like, maybe there was more, but you couldn't see it. Like, the, I only let you see a, a, a touch of what your question asked. Like, if that was... You get the sense that that was the most immediate thing Zarkira did with the information. You're not 100% sure if there's more to it. Um, right. But... It gave me an answer, but not every answer. 
Yes, there's definitely the, the, you, you're beginning to sense that the eye has got more limitations now that Hesper Hesper's magic is being blocked. Like now that Siaska isn't fully formed, the, the eye isn't as uh, reliable as it once was. Like you definitely think that what you saw was the truth and it was the first thing that Zarkira did, or at least the most important thing Zarkira did, I will say perhaps. Um, but there was definitely more that could potentially come from that question. Okay. Um, yeah. So still Either way, an answer, still intel, but a little bit more dubious now. <laughs> her first thought on getting this information, which, by the way, she has now, we can confirm that, is to contact her da. Which, obviously, is bad, but not right now. Right now, that's good. She found out and she didn't use it. To make this entire Tassadar infiltration the worst. She might have. If, she um, still might have, though, is what Marx just said. <laughs> well, if I, was I mean, Zarkira, that's her first thought, right? Yeah, but... I, and also the, I, most important, Zark- the most important thing from the, the most important response as well. Mm-hmm. If I was Zarkira, my second thought would be get Valor, because if she's turning against Starbane and aligning herself with Hadar, that's a powerful bargaining tool against Starbane. That's a way to control him. So she could be... And even more here. reason we must rescue this girl. Can we you cannot use allow Zarkira to see where she is? Find out if she's on the ship. Uh, oh. Um, I, I certainly hope so. Wayfinder's well, guy. we don't know. Does locate creature work on... Oh, it worked on me, right? Of course it did. It does. Uh, yeah, fine. I'll use uh, what is it? Four out of ten charges uh, on the, on the wrong ship. <laughs> <laughs> Wayfinder's guide. Go straight out the um, window. <laughs> yep. Cast locate oh, creature. <laughs> locate creature. It's over there. <laughs> the tassadar, <laughs> not the tassadar. Um, the taste hadar. <laughs> She's already with hadar. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. Quill, are you you're casting locate creature? Yes, I am. Yeah, it's concentration for one hour. Describe or name a creature that's familiar to you. Sense the direction to that creature's location as long as that creature is within a thousand feet of you. If the creature is moving, you know the direction to them. Given where you guys are, I would say that currently, if she's here, she's out of range of this spell. She's not within a thousand feet. It's a big. I mean, a thousand feet isn't actually that much uh, in terms of of like it, it's it's not point one of a mile. Um, and if this ship is massive, oh. then that's probably not going to cover oh. it. Thousand feet. That sucks. Huh. Okay. It does kind of suck. I do. I I agree that I think locate creature is is a bit crap because its range is very very small. Um, uh, does that still use you the homebrew the range? <laughs> Does it still use the charges when you sp- when you cast it? Uh, uh, I'll find out. I believe, yeah, I believe so. Should do. Either way, it doesn't work. I'll one fifth of a mile. There you go. One fifth. What? Zero point two or something? Yeah, I misread it. Um, it. It's it's yeah. It's not it's not as far as perhaps you think it is, and especially a ship the size of the Tassadar, you suspect that like the, the this ship is probably sort of like a good sort of three four thousand feet tip to tip to no uh, tip to bum. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, yeah, nothing 
nothing yet, but we are... Well, if you look at the blueprints of this place, we are probably the furthest we can be away from where we think she is. So we definitely need to get closer, but that involves actually proceeding with this plan, which I think we should do. I'm in agreement. Me too. Okay. Maybe it's foolhardy recklessness, but I want Valor back. And yeah. well, yeah. I at least want to speak to Tassadar. Then let's go. Let's not waste any more time. Let's put these subdued people in hidden places and let's move on. Uh, and I'll yeah, I'd say Moonstar's probably tied them up while you guys have been talking. She's got, you know, she's an artificer, vigilante type. She's got like manacles and stuff that she kind of, she's like cuffed all their hands behind their back and stuff. Well, the the alive one, the dead ones, she's just sort of <laughs> done nothing. Putting on. the head back on. <laughs> yeah, I think she would have pulled the uniform off the other guard. Um, and is currently in the process of putting that on herself. So she's putting on the regular guards uniform. So one of the lower guards, she also points out that the two guards have their own keystones, but they're only level two keystones um, and level. It seems that these guys can access the, the regular guards can access the lower deck and the mid deck. The officer's keystone can also access the top deck, um, but not the bridge deck. Uh, it looks like the keystones go level one to level four. Um, Okay. Right. There is uh, potentially one more uniform um, if you take off the other kind of normal guard. Um, and then that's it. You're out. Those are the only uniforms you've got access to for now. Uh, me and Sentry are not quite so easily disguisable, being erosion. Uh, but I can uh, shift us to another plane for a while to navigate the ship makes us pretty much undetectable uh, even in the elevators what three of us including myself okay I nominate sentry at the very least but it's a question of how everyone else wants not to see the ship I personally vote that Nova gets the other uniform because her ability to get into the the logs and the consoles uh, get away with it easier in uniform I can also alter my appearance as well and go invisible and shift to another plane. Um, so you can look Valkyrian in, in whatever way <laughs> that I means. Um, would there be Ganassi on this ship? Would, would if, there be Ganassi, Ganassi on this ship? Yeah, I don't no, know. Ganassi um, are part of the Valkyrian Empire, so yeah. Um, Rana will also say, if we can find a basic uniform, my celestial appearance won't be too... Uh, inconspicuous there will be other celestials on the ship as well um, of my uh, of lower uh, angels of lesser power uh, or greater power as well uh, if we can find um, at least something for me to wear uh, Ayla here I, I honestly think that perhaps this other guard uniform if, if Nova you can change your appearance even if that can't fool magical senses it's still better than poor Miss Ayla who will stick out like a bit of a uh, splinter some splintered wood I feel um, I will put Quill, the other one thing on. to note um, while Ayla's changing one thing to note if you're thinking of using ethereal, etherealness uh, people with true sight can still see you um, so these crazy uh, generals that you were telling us about they would still be able to see you if we find them they're going to be able to spot any of us we just have to avoid mm -hmm. them um, yeah. alright so either way 
Should we head towards? Like Ayla's gonna braid her hair and like mm-hmm. put it in some kind of bun and under the the cap. Yeah. And try and well, the, so the the two guards have helmets. They've got like more traditional oh, okay. kind of helmets, um, and then they've got like these leather kind of. Um, yeah, like sci-fi jumpsuits, basically. The, the lieutenant looks like an Imperial officer, and then the two guards look like, uh, you know, Star Trek stormtroopers kind of thing. A mix of Star Trek and stormtrooper Star merged Trek. together. Storm yeah. Troopers. Like a hybrid of like a Star Trek uniform and a stormtrooper merged mm-hmm. together, basically. Um, the the Lucius is one looks like an Imperial officer with a hat and stuff. So like Ayla and, and Adea currently have like these two helmets on. They've got like these uniforms on. Um, it looks like you can carry weapons. It wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be unusual for guards to be walking around with their weapons and things like that. So you guys have definitely got that covered. Um, okay. Um, so we've got Adea, Lucius, and Ayla in uniform. We've got Quill and Sentry uh, traveling through another plane, although I can also make you invisible if you want. Uh, and then we've got Rana and myself. Uh, I can alter myself or I can make us invisible. Um, well, until I, until I can find a uniform, I'll need something. The etherealness or the invisibility, either way, I'll need something to hide myself. If we can get down into the crew quarters, I, I, it shouldn't be too hard to find uniforms, uh, at least for the regular guards or perhaps even officers, if we can locate some of them. Um, okay. That may, may, may aid us. The uniformed and ethereal folk, I say we go to the crew quarters, at least ahead of everybody else, and try and get in and out with a uniform for you. And then we can rendezvous. Back at the elevator. Okay. I don't think we should split uh, up too much as a general no, just, note. Uh, considering our way out of this is uh, the book that we need to yeah, all be around. Also, Team Ethereal, we won't be able to help in any way if something goes wrong until we, unless we end the spell. Speaking just of, be present. I can get one more person still. Me and Sentry, I can still have take one Rana. more. Rana, then. If you can take me, then, then Kilek, yes. Uh, and then <laughs> until we can locate something for me to disguise myself with, that seems best. Also, right. this is a, a dangerous uh, strategy, and shut me down instantly if you want. If we're in this ethereal form, we can move through walls. We can go through the entire ship. Now, that does mean only the ethereal ones of us can potentially just head straight to Vala, but it does mean splitting. Not to mention where Vala is, is at the top where there's more security and true sight and anti-magic fields and whatnot. So be careful of that if you're planning that. I don't believe anti-magic will affect this still. Perhaps, Quill, it would be useful if we can move through solid objects. Perhaps we can scout ahead. We can always make sure that the coast is clear for the others. Um, if you have a way of communicating still, then at least that way we can give them a signal if something is happening, or we can check for areas to hide, rooms that are empty or cleared. Yes, maybe you scout ahead and towards the crew quarters for now. <laughs> I can message okay. ring back and forth between us groups, so... Well, here's the thing. Oh. Your messenger rings planes. won't work. They don't, because the ethereal plane ah. is a whole other plane. So you technically are not on the same plane of existence. No. So the messenger rings won't work. So does message work? Because it doesn't actually say anything about different planes, as long as I can see them. 
and I can then, technically. Then, in theory, it should still work. In we'll find theory. out when we will. Yeah, okay. Either Is it way. Concentration spell message. Oh, message no. I just have to see them within a range safe. of 120. Locate creature is concentration, though. So if you ethereal, you will lose the locate creature spell. That's fine. That's when Papa Quill comes out. I can um, cast okay. locate creature if need be. That's I've true. Got it. Sweet. All right. And that you guys be ghostly scouts and we'll ethereal. head towards the elevator L two. Okay. okay. You'll be able so to hear us, you guys, not you guys have got the little map here. Um, if you guys want to kind of draw me the route that you would like to initially take so because you guys can like pull this out before you go ethereal like you can say right this is the path we're gonna we're gonna go to this area via this elevator and then this is what we're gonna do so the current plan as i understand it is go to the crew quarters and then find additional uniforms or additional ids or something like that uh for you to do if you guys keep doing stuff like that, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. I'm just going to start rolling random encounters then for this ridiculous <laughs> route you're taking. Um, okay. No, we're going to go... in your fun. Ethereals, show us the route you're scouting first. The Ethereals are going to go up into the four mid deck, down the L2 elevator, and into the crew quarters. Okay. All right. Um, uh, and, yeah. Rana will probably say, I know... Th- uh, did you still wish to try and disable the Tassadar as the wings initially planned, or do we wish to just focus on your own objectives, the Tassadar and this girl? Is there any still any intention to try and destroy the Tassadar? I believe that um, rests entirely on our communication with Tassadar. Yeah. Right, Nova? Very well. I if there's no... It's a second improvise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the top priority. We're going to have to improvise right on the fly. Like, we're secondary to the wings of Ish. <laughs> <laughs> can, yeah, kind of are. Uh, all right. Okay, so in that case, uh, yeah. Quill, are you going to cast Etherealness? I will cast Etherealness and swoop me, Sentry, and Rana. Okay, and because I don't want to be an unfair DM, you guys did say that you wanted to try and hide um, the dead guards and the unconscious guard. Now, there isn't really anywhere to hide them in this space. Um, You could try and, like, put them to the sides of the doors, so if the doors open, if somebody looked inside, they wouldn't initially see them, but the second anybody comes in, they would obviously turn around and see dead bodies in the corners. Um, But there's no way really to hide them. There's no Hitman-style bins in here to be, like, dump the bodies in. Um, Yeah, I know. It's shocking. No convenient man-sized bins to put bodies in. Um, oh, man. No shoots, nothing. So do you just want to just kind of, like, shove them in the corners and just try and be done before anybody comes in? Or are you going to... What do you want to do? Chuck a fifth-level spell to teleport. Yeah, that, that's Please. what I was thinking. Yeah. It does kind of suck Do we to need do to that. use the spell? Does it not activate? You do. Never mind. Yep, you still need to have somebody who can okay. cast the spell to activate the teleportation circle. Yep. Just cool. bung them in the corner. Bung them in the corner. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll just put like a uh, little note to myself on this. Bunged. <laughs> Guards bunged okay. right now. We bonked them, and now they're bunged. All right. Okay. So oh, bonk and bung. When Quill, you cast the theory on this on yourself, Century and Rana. Century and Quill, you both um, experience this kind of thing as the spell kind of spreads over your body, Century and Quill. You feel this intense cold 
like you no longer can feel you realize um as the, your body begins to change there were like tiny air vibrations um things like the sounds of the ship the sounds of your friend speaking as soon as you enter through it it's like it all cuts off you enter a space that is your skin feels cold to the touch um the sound and the world around you you can only assume that this is what spirits must feel like you can see the outline of the ship you can see the outline of your friends but it's all muffled and gray and wispy it's almost like it's all made from smoke and mist um barely tangible really to gather together the three of you are the only things that look real the only things that look you can reach out and touch you sense that your body no longer obeys the laws of things like gravity or weight. You can just will. You have to think where you want to go. Moving your arms, moving your legs does nothing. Trying to fly quill with your wings does nothing. Here in this space, you move by thinking, go this way. And mm. your body kind of begins to just drift through the space itself. Uh, you can see cool. Rana seems to be a little bit more adept at it. She immediately kind of helps guide you through to start moving and things like that. Um, but yeah, it kind of takes a, a second to get used to. And uh, in the spell, does it say anything about being able to see and hear? I can't remember. Uh, yes, uh, everything looks grey, uh, and you can't see anything more than 60 feet away. Um, okay. And rules for sentries benefit... Uh, is that we can move at ordinary speed, but if we move up and down, it costs an extra foot for every... So it's twice. We yeah. move. So double, yeah. Um, okay. So it's 15 feet around kind of thing. Yeah, half speed um, up and down. But we can just go okay. through stuff and we can't interact with anything. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's just, cool. it's just like trying to touch mist. It's just like whoo, your hand just goes through it and it whoo, reforms immediately afterwards. Um, even your companions. Uh, so yeah, you guys begin drifting away. So while as soon as they cast a spell, by the way, to those of you who don't have a Theronis, they vanish like they're invisible. They just whoo, vanish from the world. You just see them kind of turn translucent and then they're gone. Um, wow. What's the plan? I assume we'll wait for the okay from from those how how are they going to give us an okay they're on a different plane they'll have to come out of the plane to tell us that we're okay they said that something uh, about a message I, I trust in Quill's ability he thought this through let's just wait here so is the plan that you guys are going to stay in the teleportation circle chamber until they come back yeah until we hear from them at all okay alright uh ethereal crew you float your way through the mid deck um you could do you just want to try and like go through the floors or do you just go along until you can see something that looks like the the magitech lifts and then go down those are you going to try and stick to stuff that you can see or are you just going to start trying to float through walls that you don't know where they lead uh i mean based on our memory of the blueprints i guess we'll try and yeah make our way to the four mid deck Time saving? Okay. Do we and go with just... time saving through walls or uh, follow the route properly? It's like no clipping. <laughs> it's like no clipping. It really is. It is you can't see. You can only see like yeah. you know sixty feet in front of you. So you're like, oh, I don't know where we're going. Mystery um, no clip. Yeah, I think it's yeah. best to take yeah. it safe. Plan? Yeah, go. Take go, it safe. Okay. Yeah, go. So actually, follow the rooms, right? Yeah. So yeah. On the blueprint, by the way, if a room is below something, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go up. It sometimes means that it's just like an adjacent room rather than it being actually lower than that. You guys okay. make your way through the corridor and immediately kind of stepping out onto the mid deck, uh, you realize 
man, there's guards pretty close to the teleportation chamber. Like, you can see that stationed at every major bulkhead, there is at least a couple of guards. Um, sometimes there's just groups of them in the corridors having a chat. It just looks like they're kind of, like, talking about business, um, you know, discussing kind of personal matters, sometimes, bus- like, you know, matters of military matters. Um, but you just pass through them. And, and this is a very busy ship. It's a case of you can't just, like, walk through in its empty corridors. There's pretty much somebody at every major junction or every major doorway um, going about something. You see all sorts of different rooms. You can see sort of like uh, armories. You can see barracks. You can see uh, maintenance bays, all of this kind of stuff as you're making your way down. When you reach the Magitech lifts, you can see that at each of those, there is two guards basically checking keystones and things like that. Uh, you make your way down. Um, and then when you enter the lower decks, things become a little bit more chaotic. Um, all of these, uh, the corridors down here, unlike these pristine black and metal corridors of the mid deck that you saw above and you've seen on Zarkira's ship and things like that, these kind of sleek metal sci-fi things, down here, it's a lot more chaotic. There are these kind of thick, uh, almost like copper pipes um, that kind of like line the ceilings and the walls um you can see that there are steam like vents of like hot air that seem to erupt in you see sections that are almost uh there's uh like flames like hellfire is literally like burning out of like one of these like vents like just scouts of it coming loose uh, and coming and going at all sorts of different you know you see engineers in like overalls dirty overalls with like magitech tools and things sticking out their pockets and you know all covered in like uh certain blast marks from being in some sort of hot environment you see soldiers in normal gear coming and going um, and eventually you make your way into a section which has been cleaned up a little bit more the walls there's no vents there's no hot steam blasting you go back to the kind of crystalline black frame of the rest of the ship and here you can find that there are dozens of small bunks you know set aside to about four or five individuals each one but there are dozens of them um judging by these crew quarters there must be at least sort of 200 300 soldiers aboard the ship um along with uh, all sorts of you can see constructs there are whole bays like these giant cargo bays down here and there's just racks and racks and racks of automatons not guardians these look much more like the things you fought before basically kind of yeah like golems uh there's no organic elements to them there's no sentience to them they just hang up like they're puppet dolls uh these long limbs with clawed hands all painted in black and purple just kind of hanging there hundreds of them in these corridor bays uh you definitely see some which are much larger they look to be you know hulking sort of 12 feet 13 foot tall machines um some of them look like they have like chest cavities where somebody sits inside them um and they're all kind of like prepped up and ready to go uh you see all like some of those those uh the vehicles that you've seen behind like this is a warship and it is prepared for a war um checking down here you don't see signs of any most of the soldiers you come across are ganassi uh humans orcs um eladrin fey creatures you don't see any like elite angels you don't see any elite looking devils you don't see anybody that would nobody seems to recognize you as you're moving around um this area seems for the most part fairly clear any questions as you've been making your way through the constructs do they look do they have like a similar looking construction to like the colossus blueprint um 
not... <laughs> they're humanoid in shape, so they've mm. kind of got like a, a humanoid shape like the Colossus did, but not a diff- not a similar design. These things look a lot simpler. Um, oh, okay. And there's, you know, they're, they're clearly, you know, they've got uh, basic framework bodies, you know, they, they, they seem to not have like any inbuilt Magitek or anything like that. They are literally mm. just like robots you know they're, they're literally yeah. like lifeless automatons um the, the colossus is i mean looking at the, the schematics for that that thing had like energy cannons and it had yeah. like compartments for troops to hide in and stuff like that you know it was incredibly technical um these things mm-hmm. look yeah more like uh almost like animated suits of armor or like uh, something like that kind of thing but produced on a mass cool. scale nice tom right any um, questions so yeah, the fighting in the teleportation circle that didn't attract any guards. It's just people talking casually, just living life. Yeah, so far you don't you don't think that anybody's um, under any sort of alert. The, the ship definitely does have an air of being on edge, like you said. Like moving through the mid deck, there was a lot more security. When you get into the lower deck, not so much. Um, people, there's a lot of people here, so moving around and being suspicious would be potentially very dangerous because there's a lot of people to notice you, but it's a lot more relaxed down here. Um, the only place it gets much more heavily secured is by the what you assume to be some sort of entrance to the elemental engines. You can see these large hulking automatons and you know sentient guards checking everybody coming and going and things like that. Seems a lot more heavily locked down, but the crew quarters and the lower decks, much much less security. The mid deck, a lot of security. Okay. Sentry, we need to go back and tell them what we've seen. Also, yeah. the plan. Uh, I guess they just mingle. They just mingle among the Tassadar yeah. crew. I'm, I'm pretty sure they could blend in, right? Looks like the kind of place someone could blend in. Lots yeah, of. Yeah, for sure. Ailers are mingling. Races and creatures, and. This will be fine. It'll be fine. Hmm, okay, all right, okay. Let's head back, get in contact with them, have them follow us within the range of message, and we'll lead them okay. through. Okay, all right. You scoot back. Uh, I'd say that in terms of time, because how long does Ethereal last? One hour? Eight. Eight hours, okay. Yeah, in that case, I'm not even going to bother tracking time because you really don't need to worry about that. Uh, yeah, you guys make your way back to the, the chamber. Uh, do you want to go the safe route again or do you want to try and cut through the actual kind of like walls and hull of the ship itself? Uh, Maybe with some tracking ability because I'm a cool bird who knows everything. I know the exact route that I took to get here and therefore the exact route to bypass with shortcuts straight line as the Aracocra okay. flies. Okay. <laughs> through the ship. You lead through the others the through that and yeah, you start going through sections of wall. Moving through the crystalline black metal is very disconcerting because unlike moving through the air where you feel nothing, as soon as you pass through this kind of magical crystal resin and, and whatever they make these ships out of, it feels like you're moving through something. It's almost like trying to move through viscous liquid. Like, you can move through it, but you feel something, like, touching you and coating you as you do so. It, it, it feels like trying to swim through dense magic. You know, you almost get the sensation that you're pushing through layers of very powerful magic here. But you do it. One thing you notice, Quill, um, is... Uh, 
beneath the uh, running along the four mid deck between the mid deck and the lower deck uh, there is in fact um, small cavities that seem to uh, be almost like um, chambers that you can move through like so maintenance hatches and things like that because there are sections of the ship where like magical repairs need to be done and things need right. to be tweaked and added and, and bolted to and things like that um, and these uh, seem to run underneath the teleportation circle they run all the way a bit further along and they lead to the Magitek lifts as well now the Magitek lifts it's not like a, a modern day elevator where it's a sealed container it's it's just a platform that goes up and down. So there are along the wall. You can see these hatches um, that you know lead into these maintenance things. Now you could stop these Magitek lifts, you know, next to one of these things and climb in and climb out and stuff like that. But uh, they do connect okay. to it. So if somebody was trying to come through one of these, they would have to kind of almost jump across the elevator shaft to get to the next one. Um, Right. You know, the scene is in there... Die Hard where he's climbing down and he has to jump across kind of thing. <laughs> is there any access to this vent from the teleportation circle? So when you when you come up into the room, you kind of follow this this chamber along, and yes, there is. At the very back of the room, and it's it's beneath like a solid metal piece of floor paneling. So unless you were like actively looking and investigating the room for it, you wouldn't have found it. But yeah, you can see that there is this kind of like little tunnel almost. Um, okay. It's a squeeze. Like it's, it's century, even Sentry in her normal form, no way could Sentry crawl down this thing. She'd be too big. Um, this is this right. is a tight space for sure. I mean, that bypasses the mid deck. Sounds like a good idea to me. I can go really small. You don't need to. We're ethereal. Remember, you That's can't true. Sentry if it's from the, <laughs> the Prime Matrix. It's only enlarged. It's on only the Prime big. Matrix. Ah. Yeah, it's only big. B- big only. Big <laughs> Prime only. Matrix, no small. Only big. Yeah, big only. Um, I think I put nice. that in an old edition of the, the thing, but I might have deleted that out of it, but it is in large only. Nice. Okay. Uh, well, I'll try message, and I will send a message to Ayla. Uh, this corner of the room, there is a vent. Please tell me you can hear me. Just nod if you can. Huh? huh? Okay, good. You uh, can huh? hear him. You can. I'm going to say that if it doesn't Will's specify... It, it... Okay, yeah. this Will's corner of the room... Corner, guys. This I'm going to walk to um, a random corner, corner and point uh, at it. Well, the, over the wrong here. Wrong corner. Uh, no, it's the other I one. The other corner. corner and point at it. Right, yes, yes. Down one. here. No, not that one then. Not that one. I'll go to another corner uh, and point at it. There's that one's four. the right one. Oh my god. Okay, yes, yeah, this she corner... She got it on the third try. Uh, this corner... There's a vent below you. It will bypass the mid-deck, where there is a lot of security. If you open this vent up, it will take you straight to the elevators, and then you can get down to the crew quarters. Now, I'm going to send a message to Lucius. Lucius, <gasps> there are a lot of crew here. Um, where? They are just not here, not in the, not in the teleportation circle, okay. in the crew quarters. And Now, you will need to exercise your charisma and ability to mingle. I'm sending this message to you, not to Ayla. Mingle. Mingle. In the Tassadar. Mingle. Right. Okay. You mean avoid people, don't actively interact with them. Just look like you you belong here. Right? Right. All right. All right. So, as you're doing that, Ayla, you come over to this corner that Quill said was right. What do you do? Can I check? You don't the see floor? it. Then. You just see, like, a metal floor. Yeah, you can make an investigation check. You know, like trying to search, like rummage around. Ayla's Talking really good at this. Bullshit right now. Like I mean, just absolutely I... eleven. It's 11. almost like 
somebody else would be a really good choice for this. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's, it's a vent to pull open, right? I thought it just eleven. You're looking around; it all just looks like metal floor. Like you don't, you know, there. You're like, you don't see any sign of a vent. You don't know what he's talking about. It's just a floor. Right. It's just a floor. I'm gonna end the message with Lucius with, "Oh, for the love of message to Nova, Nova." What? I need you to come over here and... Ah, uh, he's in my head! Where, where Ayla is, there is a vent. Please find it for her so she can open the thing. I mean... There's not a vent! Maybe there's a it's way just to the open floor. it on the, on the console. Uh, can I check the console first and see if there's like a mention of like vent controls or anything? Yeah, I think that that yeah, I think that that yeah. makes sense, right? You kind of it's buried, like you have to kind of like go into like pressing a few of these crystals. It brings up like these different sort of symbols, and one of them is you know you think it's like a maybe like a converted elvish rune for like repair. And you're like oh maybe, and you touch that, yeah, and there is like a faint kind of like popping hiss. Um, and Ada, a section of the floor that you were like looking at and turned away from kind of just pops up a little bit, just like an inch. It's just like... Girl left me a very important message uh, about mingling with a crew, but I just have no idea where to... Oh, where to go. (laughs) I don't think we should mingle with people. I think we should just... Hide? Are, Are Valkyrian soldiers very talkative? No, I think we should just... Those two were chill. Just the indifferent ones. Uh, looking of. down into this little tunnel, if Ayla does pop it open, by the way, it is very small. So basically any of you, because none of you are small creatures, you would have to squeeze through it. There are like jagged sections of metal and crystal. There are, you can see like steam and things like that. You, the uniforms you wear will get pretty wrecked if you try and crawl through these. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Can we, yeah, I'm not is going it big enough that. to stuff their bodies down there? The, the bodies? Oh, good idea. You could certainly try that. Yeah. Can I do that? Okay. I'll do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, what are they doing? Drag those over. I don't know. What is this? Like cramming. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. How are they, get, how are they moving their arms? That, what? Let's see. If you just put their arms up like this, their shoulders go together. Oh, good idea. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I don't think okay. shoulders are supposed to bend like, that hard. way. No, okay, I can't <laughs> watch. Oh my! They're not going down that way. If, if Ayla over. can't get like the last one in, she's just like stamping on it. You know, like really. Oh, the unconscious oh one. God, Let me see if he wakes up. <laughs> no, no, not the. Let me see if the unconscious. I'm assuming oh, you put the unconscious no. one in there safely, and then you stamp on a dead one. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. It <laughs> I'm looking He's around. Wake at, up to that. At the doors, oh. just like pretending that it's not happening. He's like wedged in between two dead bodies in this like tiny space. Yeah. We really should have just killed that so guy. Sorry. Should I just? Kill him? Should I just like? No. No. Why? There's something rather immoral no. about killing an unconscious guy. Ah, uh, but yeah. Quill, Sentry. He's going to wake up and be very traumatized. Sentry, I always wish to see what it'd be like to see everything from the outside perspective. This is the worst. This is the worst. I I understand. I understand now. (laughs) I've seen everything. So we have to. Nova, uh, honestly, that wasn't the plan. You were kind of meant to slip through that and just go straight to the elevator, but okay, uh, body's hidden. That does mean you will now have to go through the mid-deck, which is full of, well, security, and Quills, it means even more min- mingling. Quill's criticizing our plan. Quill's criticizing our plan. He thinks that we did a stupid thing, and we should have listened. Like, you know, he's like, I'm sorry, you know, we but through the tunnel. I can't fit down there. 
It's tiny. We're going to have to go through there. the mid deck. Hopefully there's no one there. <laughs> no, no Murph, Murph. you just make us invisible. <laughs> Reiterate what I just said, please. Uh, he's shouting at me now. He's shouting a lot. I can hear Sentry laughing in the background, though. Um, and uh, he's shouting a, a lot about the fact... It's like Discord. I know. What are they doing? <laughs> He's shouting Magic a lot Discord. about how the mid deck is very busy. It's very busy. There's a lot oh. of people there. It's really busy. It's very busy. That's why he wanted to go right. first to go through the vents. But I don't We've think there's any way Ill is getting through the vents, especially no, without ruining big. her uniform. Uh, too small. Her uniforms would be ruined if we went through. I've got an idea. What about Nova. yourself, um, Nova? Oh, yes. I, I no, can please. go invisible. Go, um, I, I was only. Why don't you just make well, us all advise that? Well, well, were we not advised that the the Magitek lifts have sensors that detect invisibility? Probably. I but believe that Quillek, yes. uh, Quillek did tell us that. Message to do Moonstar. we need to? Yeah. Do we even need to go down there? He's saying yes. Do we yes, need to go down there? <laughs> because I Val is not down there, down. right? Yeah, but if you can well, go I believe that the, in, in a day of brings out she sketched her own version of the the, the layout right because this is a dea so she would absolutely have drawn her own schematics uh, the difficulty if i remember from the schematics that nova had if we travel through this four deck we have to go down in this lift uh, this magitech device otherwise we must pass through security checkpoint which my understanding is is that that would be difficult uh, to pass ourselves off uh, we would need to pass through now we do have a keystone, we do have the uniforms to do so, um, but if they have sensors, if they have people that can see through illusions, they may detect Miss Nova, but also this would be very reliant on Lucius's ability to lie and convince others. Now, perhaps that is still possible, but that is a greater risk. Uh, I believe that Mr. Keelak wants us to go down where things will be less secure, but we will have to navigate these anti-invisibility sensors in some way. Well, we don't have to necessarily... We're not invisible, so we're in uniform. We can go in the elevator. Miss Nova is not, brother. Ah. And if she uses a magical disguise, we encounter the same problem. I've got an idea. I thought someone was going to get me a uniform. I thought Yes. Um, I've got an idea. Yes, but that leaves you on your own, stranded, while other people go and wrestle a guard. We'll bring someone from the four mid-deck into here to check on the maintenance of the door that's not working properly. And then, boom, we take the uniform. That's if there's someone work. on their own. Give us another uniform. I'll go as a lieutenant and look for somebody that's on their own. I... I'm- I think that that's... I think that Lucius could pull that off. I think that that is, is something he's capable of. Unless we've had a good, uniform, had good skills with people. Area. The problem is, is that the ethereal ones um, who are ethereal can't g- gather them. They can't bring them to us. No, we would have we to could. go and fetch them for Nova. We could yes, go we, that means leaving Nova on her own. Mm. As you mentioned. I could, um, if you unsquish the bodies, I could go through the vents on my own and um, go invisible at the crew deck, find myself a uniform, crew up, wait. That is true. We could attempt that as well. Stuff. You have a choice, Nova. Make that choice in five, four, three, two. Well, I'm going to the mid deck. <laughs> and we're going to take a break. 
Oh, and it's break. And it's break time. Break time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a classic so high rollers plan. It's the best. We are the worst. Oh, just all worst. of us in ethereal form, just putting our hands around people's necks, shaking. <laughs> 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 to be fair, uh, I, I love feel it. that. Me You're not helping that much. It's just cold around my neck. Chill. <laughs> 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 Somebody's touching me from beyond the grave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>